0: Congratulations to Latitude Realty, our newest broker in the Rebus University's Preferred Partners Program. Brokers like Ameriteam Realty, Dunes Properties, Impact Real Estate, Long and Foster, yes Long and Foster with 11,000 agents in multiple states, Plumtree Realty, Real Estate Professionals, Realty Ohio, Remax Advantage, Remax Essential, Agent Strong, these brokers, have taken it upon themselves to get their agents significant discounts on all of the 12 Rebus University courses. Their agents are learning from the best and producing like maniacs. If you're an agent at one of these companies, go to rebusuniversity.com right now and start learning today. If you want unpublished pricing for your agents, like these brokers have done, Go to hybendigital.com backslash teams or simply call Katherine Brower at 843-749-9900. That's 843-749-9900. Your agents will be impressed. And now for the review of the day. All right, I got a a review here from uh, Jeremy Qualley. Amazing course with tons of golden nuggets. He's talking about the Certified Listing Agent course at Rebus University. From the start, I knew this was going to be a great course. When you're able to bring six to seven of some of the best agents in the country, the information is always going to be useful. I already implemented some of the marketing they use along with the dialogue, Uh, with the sellers and no, I secured a few listings because of the dialogue my confidence levels have uh, definitely increased as well which helps make me more professional thanks for all the valuable content I look forward to going through additional courses in the near future appreciate it Jeremy guys if you want to be like Jeremy and win some more listings uh go to rebusuniversity.com type in CLA 50 and get 50 percent off keep the comments coming guys I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. Okay, Rockstar Nation, I got a great guest coming from San Francisco, California. I got Mr. Christopher Stafford on the line, and, and he is knocking things down. What I love about Chris is, you know, this guy is all about listings, right, guys? I, you know, I don't know how many times I have to tell you that listings are the name of the game, that, you know buyers are a byproduct of listings and if you have listings all your problems will be solved Talked to a young kid this yesterday actually two months in the business already has seven listings i'm like dude you keep that focus up where you're all about listings and you are guaranteed to succeed and chris is going to help us today uh he's got a lot of brain hacks on how you know what you need to do to get more listings he's going to tell us how he gets more listings and uh everything and been in the business a long time too. So I'm excited for today's show. It's going to be all meat and potatoes. Mr. Chris Stafford, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars.
1: Hey, thanks so much, Pat. It's an honor to be here.
0: Hey, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, Chris, so they can get to know you better.
1: Uh, Sure. So uh, just to start off, I am guess you could call me a recovering CPA. (laughs) used to work with PricewaterhouseCoopers for 11 years and decided I really wanted to Uh, really work with my passion which is real estate started selling real estate in San Francisco about 25 years ago and I was doing okay with the biz and then uh, you know those random phone calls you get that can just really knock you over I had uh, on a random Tuesday at 4 p.m. my partner uh, was diagnosed with brain cancer and uh, who's totally in remission right now but you know at the time I was thinking myself you know I'm really abusing my body with alcohol and disgusting food and I just decided that I needed to find a different way to do this business because I was really so unhappy because you know as you know you can, all this stuff can be taken away from us in a nanosecond and you know and then I kept hearing over and over in my head uh, Tony Robbins always said 80% of success is mindset and 20% is technique and that's really made me started to think and And so, like yourself, I started interviewing. I've interviewed about uh, over 60 top-producing real estate agents in the country. I wrote two books, Massive Abundance, How to Create Passion, Purpose, and Prosperity, and uh, Unstoppable Dream Business. And then I started uh, my website, uh, EpicListingAgent.com. And um, because my mission in life, and I'm sure you probably get this, my mission in life is really to help real estate agents 10x their listings. Not only using hardcore real estate techniques, which you have some great information on your site, which is awesome, but also using brain hacks because I think that's so important because, you know, life is too short, as we talked about. So, so now I've used these techniques to pretty much double my average selling price of my homes. Uh, this year, I'm, my average selling price of my homes is uh, about $2.5 million. Sweet. And, uh, increased my listing inventory about 33%. And as you know,
0: Pat. That's awesome.
1: I know. And as you know, Pat, there's really nothing, there's no greater high than helping other listing agents really rock their listing inventory and 10X. Indeed. And
0: list- indeed. So guys, if you're listening and you got five listings last year, we're talking to 10X, that would be 50 listings next year. If you, if you, you know, got 20 listings, that'd be a hundred listings next year. So if you're ready for this, you know, you know, be ready and listen to what Christopher has to say. So, Christopher, first of all, I want to talk about you. I want to get the meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like you're still active in the business listing homes. Like, how many houses did you settle last year?
1: So yes, I've been uh, selling for about 25 years here, and last year was about 40 listings.
0: Okay, cool. So 40. And then did you do any buyers?
1: You know what? I try not to. <laughs> okay.
0: So how many, would, it, would, it, would you say any of those were buyers or do you think all 40 were listings?
1: No, I'd say 80% of them were listings, probably okay. 20% buyers. I have somebody that actually on my team that helps me with
0: buyers. Okay. So 32 listings settled. Now, and you've mentioned someone on your team. What, what, um, describe your team.
1: Okay. So I really uh, only have three people. It's myself, and uh, my buyer's agent, who also helps me with some of the listing stuff, mm-hmm. and um, my secretary. That's
0: it. So just like a right-hand person. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. so really two people, right? So you got, a, you got an agent that worked to eight buyers, let's just say, and then you got, you know, you did 32 listings, and then, and then you got a right-hand uh, secretary, which is, all, which, is, which is a great business model. And Keep it said- simple. Yeah, dr- drum roll, please. So, what was your first of all? What was your ECI, your ego commission income last year?
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. If you, I hate to do the. You can probably figure it out. I hate to talk about gross commission, but yeah, I mean,
0: forty. You know, probably a million the- bucks, right? That'd be a million dollars if you yeah, did I mean, forty right. deals, right? So, so you get a million dollars, and then I guess the the big thing you only got two people that you're really that you're really paying. So, what was your profit margin?
1: Oh, probably. We try to keep our expenses at about. Last I checked, was about twenty two percent, and I that does not include my secretary because the company that I work with pays for the, my secretary.
0: Oh, really? So that's kind of a bonus. Now, do you? So the company you work with, do you, Are you on a split with them?
1: Yes. Yes, sir. Right.
0: And is that in that twenty two percent?
1: Well, yes, because it's on a net basis. I'm I'm at an eighty five percent split.
0: So twenty two percent would be seventy eight percent. So. 85, then I subtract out another 22. So you you're ended up netting 63%. Is that about right?
1: That sounds about right, probably.
0: So then your tax return income or your, your gross profit is like 650.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: All right. So you're making 650 grand a year, not chump change, guys. And, and it's all from listings, which gives you a lot of free time and a lot of control. All right. So let's talk about Listings. I don't even want to mention the word buyer because I just don't want to waste time on this podcast today with you talking anything about buyers. I only want to talk about listings. Where do you get your listing leads?
1: Listing leads. So I, primarily I would say sphere of influence. Uh, in San Francisco, we have sort of a real boutique kind of market here and uh, I, just, I work my sphere of influence like nobody's business.
0: Tell me how I want people like driving down the road in Tupelo, Mississippi to pull off into a cornfield and write this on the back of a napkin. So tell me exactly what you do that, that might be different than what they've already heard on the show before.
1: Well, you know, they probably heard, you know, call your sphere of influence. You probably heard to, you know, email them. I really try to take it to the next level. Not only am I trying to contact my sphere of influence and asking them for referrals, contacting them four times a year. People that give me referrals, I contact once a month, uh, and that could be, you know, not only just with hand notes, with emails or phone calls, but also personal interaction. Um, I, especially in San Francisco, take it from me. Belly to belly marketing is not dead, and especially Whoa, slow
0: it down. Dolly, what the what the hell is Dolly to Dolly? Market? I'm
1: sorry, Belly to Belly. Oh,
0: Belly to Belly. Okay. Yeah.
1: Sorry, my Detroit oh, accent come out. out I talked too yeah. fast.
0: Dolly. I was thinking Dolly like a coaster. Okay, keep going. Sorry.
1: But anyways, yeah, so I do a lot of uh, dinners. I do a lot of lunches. I take clients out. Uh, I have. I take multiple, you know, I'll have like 10 sets of clients, maybe like 20 people over my house frequently for dinner parties, cocktail parties, that type of thing. But in addition, what I'm not only am I just contacting my sphere of influence, I have about 3,000 people in my sphere of influence here in San Francisco, but in addition, I'm trying to build my list. And I think that this is the biggest tip that if I can give people when they're pulled over in Mississippi is you should be constantly thinking of ways where you can build your list because, again, 80% of my business comes from uh, a sphere of influence. And one of the ways I do this is I'm constantly, I have a goal is to contact at least three service providers a day or about 15 people a week, where I actually contact attorneys. I contact CPAs, uh, estate planners, uh, people in private money banking. And I just give them a call on the phone and I say to them, listen, this is Chris Stafford with Paragon Real Estate. You don't know me, but I love the work that you're doing. I'd love for you to stay, love to stay in touch with you. Is it okay if I contact you periodically and ask you for referrals? And I'll tell you Pat
0: I mean who's but I would think no 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 one in the right world is going to say yes to that, right? I mean, am I wrong? They all say yes. They, all say. they say yes. Is it okay if I call you and ask you for referrals
1: periodically? Yep, yeah, exactly. Oh, I've okay. never I've oh, only had one person
0: should be giving me some referrals. I mean, let's walk back on that. Like huh? so I'm an attorney and you're at, and you're asking me if it's okay to call me mm-hmm. and ask for referrals?
1: Sure, absolutely. I've never had anybody say no to me.
0: And what do they say? Like, like, like? Uh, okay, well, let's let's keep rolling. And what happens?
1: Well, so like for instance, it's a probate attorney, and then what happens? Then in my experience is they've always said, you know, no problem. Let's just uh, let's stay in touch. And I, you know, I do. You're right. I do say that I'd like to refer business to you as well. And it's you know, it's a quid pro quo.
0: That makes more sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so then I just stay in touch with them. I put them in my sphere of influence, and I treat them just like my SOI. I send them a really nice. Uh, It's actually a very nice uh, pre-marketing package on who I am and what I'm all about. And then I just contact them every three months like I contact everybody else.
0: Okay. Yeah. Why not, right? As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool. Okay, cool. So let's talk about your listing appointment, right? Mm-hmm. One step, two step. How long does it take?
1: <laughs> well, I, I sort of joke all the time that I, I don't think I've been in a listing appointment longer than, geez, 30 minutes, but it's a two step. I actually, what I do is uh, when I do get a lead, I introduce myself over the phone, and I try to get as much information. I almost sort of like do a pre-qualification of the listing of the seller up front. And then I do a pre-listing package, which um, everybody really likes. And it's a very simple pre-listing package, and it basically just has information about myself, has information about uh, my marketing plan, and uh, testimonials, and a list of people to call if you want references. Uh, I don't really get into pricing. I don't get into, I'm number one, I'm the greatest, I'm the best looking, blah, blah. You know, it's just some sort of meat and potatoes information. And I send that to them and and either hand deliver it or express it to them overnight, or I email it to them if I can't uh, do it that way. And then I actually meet them in person. And what that is, is, you know, in San Francisco, especially people are pretty sophisticated. They have a general sense of what their house is already worth. So I don't go into detailed comps. I don't talk about you know, what attributes your house has over these houses and blah, blah, blah. I just sort of get right to the point and say, you already have the information on me on marketing. This is how I market the property. and I think that this is a really good approach for you. And I tell them what, the, what we think is a good list price and a sales price is. And then we get into a, more of a conversation about pricing strategy than anything else. But gosh, I don't think I've ever been in a listing appointment longer than 30 minutes because I do some of that legwork up front.
0: Okay. All right. And, and and so it's kind of, but it's a two-step in, in, in the, you send them all that stuff up front. Mm-hmm. Then you go and meet them. Or is there a third step where you give them the price?
1: No, just two steps. Just I'm two like, steps, but you're really only
0: physically meeting them one time.
1: That's correct. That's correct.
0: Okay. All right. Wow. And uh, okay, cool. And then, um, so, you know, what, what is it that makes you a, um, a consistent listing agent? And talk to me about the brain hacks that you use to stay listing focused. Because here's what happens in this industry, right? We have buyer leads, right? And buyer leads, there's so many of them. And their value has dissipated to incredible (laughs) minute levels. And uh, there's so many leads and they're so easy to get. And many agents have become addicted to buyer leads. And and when I ask them, I'll have them on the show one year and they'll be like, I'm 50-50, 50% 50 listing, 50% 50 buyers. Then I get them on the next year and they'll be like, hey, I'm 60% buyers. 40% 40% listings and I get them on the next year and, you know, I've had uh, top, top, top agents on here four or five times and you get them on, then they're like, Oh, we're 70% buyers, 30% listings. You've consistently stayed 80, 20 mm-hmm. um, year in, year out. So tell me about the brain hacks that agents can use to not get sucked in to wanting to work buyers.
1: Well, fortunately I have a really competent uh, Pat, Uh, buyer's agent that really helps me out. And um, number one, I'm not really looking for buyers in my marketing. So that's really the number one key. And number two, one of the things that I'm doing consistently is I am marketing every single day, five days a week, between 8 and 10.30 every single day. It is very rare that I do not go out there and market four listings every single morning.
0: Okay. We'll we'll stop right there. So from 8 a.m. to 10.30 a.m., what exactly are you doing?
1: Okay, what I'm doing is calling my sphere of influence, I'm calling expireds and pretty much that's it. Um, when I say expireds, I've got a program that I use, which is pretty slick, that actually identifies expireds for me and the phone numbers. So I'm calling old expireds and brand new expires. What, you call much- what do you use? Vulcan 7. Vulcan 7.
0: Okay, yeah, a lot of people come on the show use that. Okay, all right, keep going.
1: Okay, but here's the deal, and, and, and when I talk about, especially on my website, I talk about brain hacks, the deal is, is that you have to do this consistently, and this is the biggest problem that I think that a lot of real estate agents have is that they fall down in marketing consistently. You, know, you have to do this every single day because you've got to fill your pipeline. You can't just call expired one day a week and expect that you're going to have you know, 13 listings come in. And one of the things that I do that to set me up, which I think is the most important thing that everybody should really consider, is making sure you start your day off right. And starting your day off right gives me the energy, the motivation, and the hope to get the listings that I need, you know, to hit my numbers each year.
0: Okay. Um, so it's just a matter of picking up the phone and, and dialing, smile dialing in a pile, right? So drill down a little bit more on the brain hack. Is it just a brain hack of, of creating self-discipline within yourself? I mean, you know what I mean? like Yeah. Like, what is it? Like, how do you, because a lot of people, they're like, you know, I mean, if everybody had self-discipline, right, we'd all be, you know, fitness models, right? We'd all be, you know, 10% body fat. We'd all live to 112, right? Right. So, you know, it's obvious that uh, we don't have self discipline. And I don't mean generalized, but the the reality of it is self discipline is very difficult. You know, so give us some advice, like for those people out there.
1: Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I think, you know, it's a little bit more than just self-discipline. I think it's taking it to the next level. Like I mentioned, for instance, one perfect thing to do is starting your day off right. So for me, starting my day off right, that means I use this acronym, which is called Nige, which is I meditate the first thing in the morning. I exercise. I pretty much swim every single morning. I eat healthy, and I journal. I write out my goals for the day. I journal what I want to see happen during that day. And those things alone, and I can tell you from the past, when I talked to so many real estate agents that were like myself back you know, 10 years ago when I was drinking like crazy and eating crappy food and all that kind of stuff, you can't go down and pound down eight beers the night before and get up the next morning and expect that you're going to be really motivated to go call expires. It just is not going to happen. So, you know, one brain hack is start your day off right, you know, exercise, get the motivation, get the... go to bed early, right? Well, yeah, I, I go to bed early if you have to. Um, so that's the m- number one thing that everybody should be doing because that gives me the motivation and, and hope. And, and I, I'll, I'll go so far as to say this, from that place, when I have so much energy and I'm so motivated and I'm so hopeful, I'll tell you, Pat, you can do anything. You can make anything accomplished. Uh, make anything happen during your day, and so that's that's number one thing that I like to see. You know, people concentrate on because there's so many real estate agents that don't. You know, and again, you know, Tony Robbins saying this is it's eighty. You know, success is eighty percent all about making sure that your mind is in the right spot. You know, that is so important and so true today.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So give me some. Um like like tips on what you do to differentiate your differentiate yourself from other real estate agents that isn 't a cliche right that isn 't something they 've heard before mm-hmm. on listing appointments right you 're going up against you know some top dogs right with big massive teams right i 'm number one Wall Street journal three years in a row or or were 6 number 16 Wall Street General or or you know I sold you know 100 houses 500 houses whatever mm-hmm. right how are you competing what are you saying because there's people listening that want to say the same thing
1: sure here's the deal what I I do a couple things one of the things number 1 I, is I think that I am brutally honest with them and I tell them that up front you know, I'll go into listings and if they, especially so many sellers think that they know more than us, right, I'll go into, I'll go into listing appointments and tell them I am going to give them the truth. I'm going to give them the honest, honest answer in terms of what the marketing they need to do for their property and what the price needs to be. And I tell them also that, you know, quite frankly, I don't need their listing. You know, I say, you know, you're, whether I get this listing or not isn't going to make or break my year, but I want you to have the right information on which to make a decision on, you know, choosing the right real estate agent and putting the right price in the property. The other thing that I do too, which I don't think other real estate agents do is I have some, what I call them bird dogs. I have some past clients and referral sources, mostly past clients that I have used that will call that seller before I come out and meet with them. And so just, you know, apropos of nothing, the sellers received this phone call from this woman, which I got $500,000 over the listing price, you know, three months ago. And Wait made, a
0: minute. What was it listed for?
1: One million. dollars <laughs> We listed a condo. a two, You'll love this. A two-bedroom condo, 1,000 square feet uh, in a nice area of San Francisco. And we listed it at 1050000 and sold it for um, over 1050000
0: you clearly you underpriced it
1: well we're not under we're just in a really strong seller's market right now we didn't underprice it based on comps but yeah one of the biggest strategies in san francisco right now is to put it a little bit lower to get uh, an aggressive price on it so that it gets multiple offers we're selling
0: they, they pay cash
1: no the funny thing is which scared the heck out of us is that um they actually got a loan and I was really concerned about the appraisal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Did it appraise?
1: It appraised, yeah, which I was really surprised by. Mm. But anyways, you know, you, when you have a seller okay. like that, obviously, who's just floating on cloud nine because, oh, you know, Chris Stafford got, you know, whatever that is, you know, $500,000 over the asking or four fifty. <laughs> when, when they call my potential seller and say, listen, Chris is the best. You got to go with Chris, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you walk into a real favorable situation. So that helps me a lot.
0: And now a word from Rockstar agent and Rebus University graduate, Mr. Jeff Quinton.
2: Hello, my name is Jeff Quinton and uh, from Keller Williams, the Quinton Group, I service all of Southern New Jersey and our expansion team is in the Philadelphia Philadelphia area. And just wanted to give a shout out to uh, to Rebus University, Pat Hyman, his crew. My team, what we've implemented uh, right now is... Through our onboarding process, we have a learning management system called Learning Zen. Inside Learning Zen, uh, in the very first 14 days when someone comes on our team, they have to go through and learn all the sales skills and sales training. And part of that is we require everybody to go through the Rebus University Certified Listing Agent uh, course. And at the end of that, they've got to prove and kind of come out and show us your certificate before they even get on the phone, before they even meet with a client, before they go out on any listing presentation. So um, what's interesting is that uh, through this uh, this course, it's allowed me to leverage my time versus what it used to be where I'd have to show them all of the listing presentations, spend time each individual, you know, for 20 minutes at a time or 30 minutes at a time. So now I can leverage it through the certified listing agent course and, uh, and then go back and role play with them what they've learned. So what I've learned right now is that when an agent goes through this course, they feel confident. And that's the key is the confidence is so built because they've been able to see someone else do it and then they practice it. And what's interesting is I've had so many agents. In fact, I've had over 20 agents go through this course and become certified and a major portion of them go out on listing deployments when they're competing with another top agent and they actually win the listing on the first try. The skills, the techniques, the dialogues, everything that they get, from this course, it's pretty
0: incredible. If you want the same amount of listings and the same extremely high close ratio that Jeff Quinton's agents get, just type in the coupon code CLA50 on rebusuniversity.com. That's R-E-B-U-S, university.com. For, get this, 50% off the Certified Listing Agent course. That's CLA50, you won't regret it. How many offers did you have on that one?
1: I think we had about eleven offers
0: jeez okay. yeah and is that is that a, you know typical of what you 're dealing with nowadays? in San Francisco, yes,
1: yes, we are um, getting multiple offers well over the asking price.
0: okay. you know, I read a statistic the other day It said finally and I don 't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but finally, the United States right is at is over 100% of where they were, or, or over the price value, the average home value in the United States is is 6.7% above what it was in at its peak in 2006. So, and I believe California reached that level a long time ago, but um, mm-hmm. where are you now? Like, like if you had to say uh, that condo in 2006 sold for one five five zero, one million point five five zero. What would that have sold for in 2006, do you think?
1: Oh, I think that we wouldn't have priced it at that for sure. But if we sold the condo, this condo that I'm talking about, for one million five, it would have been around a 1000000 They bought it, as a matter of fact, about seven years ago for a million dollars.
0: Seven years ago is a different market than 10 years ago, though, yeah. or 12 years ago. But, okay, well, it's just interesting. So do you think your prices are, are higher than they've ever been? Yes. No, in history? No. By by what percent do you think?
1: As compared to what?
0: Like the highest it's ever been is, you know, 100%. So what percent over the highest it's ever been are you today?
1: I would say, well, I mean, if you're looking back like 10 years.
0: Yeah, let's say 2006.
1: 2006, oh, geez. We're probably at least, on average, it's hard to say because we have such a unique market here, but probably like 30%.
0: Okay, that was conf- the, I pr- I said it confusing because I was assuming that at 2006 you were at 100 percent and then it dropped down to you know worth 50 percent or 70 yeah. percent or whatever and then it yeah. go- went back up and now finally reached. Uh, anyways, that's my fault. Yeah, but Not no, it's it. a, it's I didn't a- pose it right. But anyways, you're 30 percent above the, the peak, the previous peak in 2006, which Correct. is interesting, very interesting. And so every would you say pretty much every listing you have, you get multiple offers.
1: I would say probably 90% of them, 90% of them. And the ones that I'm not receiving multiple offers are basically greedy sellers. They hear these great fantastical stories about how these people are getting this great prices and um, they want to price their place really high.
0: So what script are you using uh, for a seller that's like, look, Chris, you know, at the end of the day, you know, these houses are selling themselves. I don't need to pay a realtor X percent. That's a lot of money
1: we never had that come up. Uh,
0: It never comes up. Like you never get people like want to save commissions and, and uh, if you're dealing with, well, go ahead. You, you answer. uh, Because,
1: because keep in mind too, I'm pre-qualifying these people right up front. And so, you know, I'm telling them how I operate. I have people calling them, giving, giving them testimonials. Uh, Most of the point they, most of the time they actually have, they see the value that I can bring in the transaction. And so I very rarely have that objection.
0: Okay. So tell me how you have people calling them, giving them testimonials, because that's interesting.
1: Yeah. So one of the things that really makes it such a favorable environment when I'm walking in to meet with these sellers is I'll have two, three, you know, maybe four or five uh, people that I have in the background that will call sellers for me anytime that I want. And so, you know, like for instance, Jean down in Pacifica, I say, I get her on the phone. I say, hey, Jean, I'm up for this new two bedroom condo listing in Noe Valley in San Francisco. Could you do me a favor? Just give her a call. Let her know you what your experience has been. And um, could you put a good word for me? And these are people that are very effusive and they really like me. And they'll give them a call and talk to them on the phone about just how wonderful Chris Stafford is.
0: <laughs> that, that's awesome. And, and so... Like, how do you qualify? I mean, is it just that if you meet, if, if you do good for somebody and they have, as your word, an effusive personality, right? Uh-huh. Gary they, they don't mind calling people. Do you, you think in your mind, that's talent. I'm going to use them when, when I need to?
1: Sure. And I also, when I close them, you know, one of the things that I'm doing as part of my part and parcel of my SOI is, you know, I'm asking people for referrals all the time. When I close them, I'm also asking them, hey, listen, would you do a testimonial for you if I wanted you to call a future seller of mine? And, you know, I develop such a pretty good rapport with most sellers that most times they say, oh, sure, I'd give a call for them, for you anytime. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's, that, that, that's great. And I imagine that that's very impactful.
1: It, it is because, again, that actually, when I walk in to meet with those particular sellers, they're making some judgments about me based on my pre-listing package and uh the testimonial that i have calling them so that makes it really easy for me to bond with them and it's really great uh, to talk about it as well too and you're walking into a great environment right off the bat
0: yeah i bet i bet i bet okay so um all right chris so but tell me about your listing program and uh, tell me about, like, uh, you know, give, give, give me away for free um, some secrets that you outline in there. And I'm going to put a link to it, by the way, at the end in, in your show notes. But uh, give us away a few secrets you have in there. Are
1: we're talking about the seven top listing agent secrets?
0: Um, no, the Epic Listing Agent Program. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, so one of the things is if people go to epiclisting.com, they'll get a free ebook. And essentially, you know, I just talk about what agents should be doing to get listings and how to be more productive getting those listings. I'm all about, quite frankly, is doing this job in the least amount of time as possible. I'm doing this volume and making the money that I'm making, and probably, and I'm not exaggerating this, I'm probably only working 30 hours a week, 30, 35 hours a week. I love it, man. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. if you can do it in a short amount of time. So I do a lot of things like I don't go to sales meetings. I don't spend a lot of time gossiping with real estate agents. Um, I'm really super focused. I rarely go into the office because I hate to get caught in all the drama that happens in a particular office. I really, I really believe that you should only be doing really four things. You know, you should really be prospecting for listings. You should be writing contracts. You should be, um, Having somebody deal with your buyers, and um, I can't even remember what the fourth thing is, but basically all money-making activity. If you're doing something yeah.
0: dollar-productive activities.
1: Yeah, because and I, I can do that. And so most of the time, and this is not an exaggeration as well, I'm frequently done with my business by the early afternoon.
0: And yeah, so- no, no, I love it. I mean, you know what? Here's the here's the reality of it of it, Chris. You, if you focus only on listings and you never even, you know, you don't work buyers and all you're working is you're pretty much your sphere of influence and expires, you know, you're going to be done early, right? I mean, there's only so many things that are left, and I love how you've actually figured out what those things are for. You're the first person that's actually said to me, I don't go to sales meetings, which is funny because you know, when I was a top agent, I didn't either. I, you know, I, I remember consciously cutting them out because I was thinking, oh, you know, you know, put it in a memo and I'll read it but it's going to take three hours of my time.
1: Exactly.
0: Um, And, and I just stopped going and the broker would get pissed and the yep. sales manager would get pissed. But, but at the end of the day, you know, if, if you're there and you're putting your head down and, and, and you only working listings and all you care about is taking care of your customers, then that's, that's really all you need to care about. Right. Cause
1: exactly. And I
0: think you make
1: a really good point too, because and. a, Anybody stumbles over this and you're talking to your sales manager and tell your sales manager, hey, listen, whatever information that comes out of the sales meeting, if it's important, send it to me in an email, but I'd rather take the time and prospect for new listings while the sales meeting is happening. And that always shuts the sales managers down.
0: Right. What's (laughs) going to be more productive, right? What's going to make you more money?
1: Exactly. What what
0: eventually is going to give you more time? I mean, you're getting three more hours or two more hours back. Sure.
1: And in deference to these sales agents, uh, excuse me, sales managers, um, you know, it's a lot of these sales meetings are nothing but a bunch of gossip and people like to hear themselves talk. You know, it's not worth my time.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, that's good stuff, buddy. All right. Well, Well, Chris, tell me about your free gift. As you know, everyone that comes on the show brings a free gift. And uh, what we do with this free gift, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put it on uh, Chris's show notes, right? So uh, I'm going to put it on hybendigital.com backslash Chris Stafford, right? That's hybendigital.com backslash Chris, F -F O R D. And uh, in addition there, all of Chris's information, you want to reach out to him, you got a referral form in San Francisco, or you just want to chat and say thanks for sharing some of your knowledge, um, that'll be there. His website will be there with his listing program. But in addition, I'm going to take it, and we're going to include it in the Agent Success Toolbox. And what we did with the Agent Success Toolbox is we plugged Chris's in there, plus everybody's who's been on the show and brought a gift. And it's a little treasure chest for agents, and it's absolutely free. All you need to do is go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or text the word toolbox to 444 Nine nine nine. That's toolbox to four 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 nine nine nine. All right, Chris. Tell me about this seven, the seven things here.
1: Sure. So if you go to epiclistingagent.com, you will see the seven uh, top listing agent secrets. And again, based on my interviews and talking to top agents and being in the business for twenty five years, I've come up with seven things that are sort of goofy and sort of funny, but basically steps that I'd love to see really serious listing agents take to really 10x their listings become more productive and just make a lot more money
0: beautiful thank you sir well thank you if i'm ever in san francisco i will definitely look you up and we can break some bread
1: love to love to do it man
0: thank you so much for tuning in to real estate rock stars if this free content is giving you a ton of value i want to ask a small favor in return I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the subscribe button. Yes, hit subscribe, please. The more subscribers that we get on Real Estate Rockstars, the better guests are attracted to the shows. We'll get more guests from the top companies, from the top teams, and even more celebrity guests like Robert Kiyosaki and Barbara Corcoran. Also, if you're not a member of our free Facebook group, Go to real estate rock stars radio right on facebook and join the conversation i'm on there myself on facetime lives and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show and i'd love to see you there and it's free people ask me all the time where am i on social media i'm real easy to find just type in my name my ig is i am pat hyben It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers. And I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking.